0: hello hey this is abby and ashton and you're listening to csi why uh today we're asking the question why uh are we so late on podcasting as usual um i think you just answered it well as usual. <laughs> yeah
1: because we're busy <laughs> it's fine uh maybe but, if we
0: were getting paid for this <laughs> it would be maybe i could turn on ads but <laughs> it's fine I feel like our twenty listeners would tune out yeah. <laughs> if they had to listen to me doing an ad every time. Um, yeah, so uh, we are closing in on the end of season four, sort of. We're in the mid the midst of it at this mm-hmm, point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On tonight's podcast, or today, I don't know. On this podcast, <laughs> we are talking about episode number thirteen. Suckers. Episode fourteen paper or plastic episode 15 early rollout
1: and episode 16 getting off eh. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. yeah yeah <laughs> uh not my favorite grouping of episodes there were no there are some like key things that occur yeah i agree but yeah just kind of especially having had the last episode have been like so heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> like these are just kind of like yeah yeah. And the IMDb ratings reflect that. They're in the solid sevens. <laughs> that feels accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um... Oh, you can ignore it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> yes. I use her phone to read my notes, because we use my phone to record the podcast. Yep. Okay, so, first episode, called Suckers, which I'm just now kind of understanding, like, wow. You didn't...
1: No, like, like, I get it. I just
0: didn't think about it.
1: When I I read the title, my brain
0: immediately went vampires. Immediately. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't thinking about... No, vampires, no. Um, I was suckers as far as, like, being, like, suckers for... Oh, you know what? Like, being tricked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that also fits. (laughs) I wasn't even thinking about the vampire plot when I said that.
1: That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Yeah, if it it's both.
0: Interesting. Okay. So which one do we want to cover first? Which, which
1: um, kind? Let's start
0: with the robbery, with the, with the pool and the live wire. Okay. I wrote exhibition murder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That's what I laughed at when, when I said That's my... That's so random. I, well... It was an exhibition. It is. And then there was a murder? <laughs> Question mark. Because CSI gets called out for a quote-unquote dead body right. in the pool. Uh, it turns out not a dead body. It's a fake out. It's a dummy
1: just laying there like a yeah. CPR dummy.
0: This is Sarah Grissom and Nick working this case.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I so to write right
1: Nick's name down. Sorry, Nick.
0: He barely worked it, to be honest. Yeah, he did. So um, there was an electrical wire... A live wire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Around this pool. There was water I everywhere. I
1: many questions.
0: And they just were walking willy-nilly. Just walking around. Like, and even... Then, and then, Grissom grabs a metal pole uh, to but, fish the thing out. I'm just like, what? Which, I guess, yeah. like, because they knew that the body was fake, they assumed everything else was... But I'm like... That's still a live wire connected to a battery. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, Grissom is like, this is not a crime scene. And then... It becomes a crime scene, because while they're invested in this not-really-dead-body situation, a sword, gets, off. Yeah, a sword gets stolen.
1: Yeah. So there's all kinds of alarms going off. They go back into this casino hotel thing, which is having some big soiree. An exhibition. Yeah, okay. Exhibition, <laughs> but it's also like a party. Yeah. Um, it's the opening of an so exhibition. And yeah. so they go in, and someone has stolen this sword, which is mm-hmm. like the most expensive quote-unquote piece of the collection. It's like a
0: Japanese. Yeah,
1: like a katana type thing.
0: Exhibition. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. Was, uh, there was like samurai suit mm-hmm. and a few other things in there that were uh, supposedly old
0: Japanese regalia. So they found a security guard that had been taped up. Mm-hmm. And um, let me ask you, hmm. as a millennial, Mm-hmm. When they show this man taped up, as the, as he is, was your first thought also <laughs> the hit film, The Santa Claus? Yes! <laughs>
1: yes! One hundred percent. Because I'm fairly certain they use
0: a little yes. post like that, too. Yes, they do. And All they right. spin him around in the chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And let me tell you, was this just me <laughs> like having a fever dream? Or was it actually blood on the table or was it in my brain it's it's jelly? No, it was blood. Okay. Yeah, it was blood. Because I thought that they I was like just waiting for them to figure out, oh yeah, right, that's just jelly. Like from a donut. No, he smacked it. Was that from the Santa Claus? (laughs) Probably. I don't know. I don't know. There was something a a jelly donut in maybe I'm thinking of an Ernest movie? Hmm. I don't know. Also,
1: entirely possible. That's a or no, no. Maybe they put, maybe
0: they put the jelly donut in the in in the Santa Claus. Yes, They do. Okay, that's that's where they that do. came from. Okay,
1: is that the Tetons? It is nice. Yes. Okay, that.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have a. Uh, my TV is playing the Google Image slideshow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway,
1: all right. So there's a guard that's duct taped and there's blood on his desk where he's you know he says he was knocked
0: out Not sure exactly what happened they find a print on the duct tape but Mm -hmm. it is it is cut not torn yeah and then that's when grissom spots the end of the Mm roll on the like post near like a what is it like a stanchion like a rope stanchion like a
1: rope stanchion
0: and he goes he's like sarah do you have any duct tape in your kit and she says yeah that's what I used to keep it together. <laughs> no, I love that. And they figure out that the security guard
1: taped himself up. He did. Also, they find a clear liquid substance near the yes the case that has been broken into. Yeah, and she's like, mm, smells sweet. So they take that back to the lab as well.
0: Um, and while they're examining this the area that the security guard was taped up, they hear rattling above them, mm-hmm. and they discover that the sword. Is in the vent above mm-hmm. their heads, and the Christmas like ah yes old trick. You just hide it so you can come back and get it mm-hmm. later. Um, the owner of the sword, Mister Yamamoto, mm-hmm. d- which whenever they said his name, I just <laughs> the cell phone Hello brand. Moto. Yes, <laughs>
1: every time. <laughs> um, I should know what it means. Yama means mountain, but
0: I can't remember what moto is. Hmm. I, no I don't idea. Know. Um, so. He does not want the sword to be examined. He's like, you don't need to examine it. It's back or whatever. And Grissom's like, well, it's it's part of an ongoing yeah. crime. Like, we need to check it out. Um, So while they're talking to him, they're like, maybe we should look at the rest of the collection. And that's when they discover that the vault where the rest of the collection had been moved has been broken into all of the money that this... Casino. I want to say Sakino for some reason. That's wrong. I know. <laughs> Casino owner had in that vault, as well as the entire collection, has been stolen, mm-hmm. which is like
1: ten million dollars. Yeah. He says, and all of yeah. these things.
0: And and Grissom goes. I, no wait. Was it Grissom that said, "Assemble everyone"? I didn't write <laughs> I it down. That's <laughs> Someone funny. Someone said, "Assemble everyone." Um, and they they're like, Mr. Yamamoto." We had a question about. The suit it is a different time period Mm -hmm. than the rest of 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 it he's like i didn't have a suit and they look in the vault and there's a suit in there but it's like empty um
1: they do discover that the clear liquid substance is glucose or Mm -hmm. sugar water when they are examining the room and they find the suit they discover like an iv bag basically Mm -hmm. of the glucose so that's Essentially, there was a man that had been hiding in, in the suit, in plain sight. Trojan in, horse style. Yeah. Uh, and had basically a catheter in, so he'd yeah. pee into a bag and was feeding himself with this glucose. So who knows how long he was stuck right. there in that suit.
0: And they also found a recorder in the vault that mm-hmm. had this, the recorded tone of the casino guy's um vault lock. vault lock. which was a very distinct tone that at any time I hear anything close to that <laughs> this is the episode that my brain We get to hear Grissom sing it later. Yep. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I <laughs> I I don't know that I count that as singing really. I mean he's it's it's singing. It's melodic speaking is really what I categorize it okay. as is my it's in not my brain.
1: Isn't that just singing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. So um we so <laughs> they're trying to figure out where, going great. Where this money went right. and they look on the security cameras and this is one of the few times we see Nick in this episode mm-hmm. because he is left to do Archie's job. Yep. Again, um do some Photoshop magic and figure out who this man waddling through the halls is. And they figure out that the security guard was the getaway driver. Yes, he was. So, um, in the process, uh, I don't remember. I think it was during Photoshop Magic. But they figure out who, who they
1: identified. They this show guy. the photo around the hotel because they figure out it's a worker. He's a lifeguard. And he's a lifeguard. And so and the they, guy's like, yeah, if you find him, tell him he's fired. He hasn't showed up in four
0: days. And then he says that. Then they're like, well, are you missing anything else? And he's <laughs> like, what? Like, what? He's like, well... Like a, like a lifeguard, like a dummy, like a CPR dummy. He's like, oh yeah, Macaulay. Macaulay. <laughs> Sarah's like, excuse me? He's like, you know, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, because he's making the face.
1: <laughs> uh, his mouth is always open.
0: Yes. Anyway. Uh, so we're back in the lab, and they're processing the sword. Mm-hmm. Grissom dusts it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Nick, you can tape lift this, which is weird. Okay. As Nick tape-lips it, though... He also pulls off like
1: all of all the, the layer. Paint. like the lacquer and the paint.
0: <laughs> and Nick is like, Grissom, how good is her insurance? <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we find out very quickly that the entire collection is fake. Yep. And then we also find out that Mr. Yamamoto is gone. He
1: has left. Uh,
0: as well as the appraiser that yes. you
1: know, was supposed to inspect all of these things. Right. She's also gone. Her name was Vanessa.
0: And through some research, they find out that all the stuff came from the same prop house. Mm-hmm. So they go to this crop, prop house. When they get there, Brass is like, you know, I always imagine your house would look like this. Gil. <laughs> which is just like a warehouse full of junk. Like, which
1: is so the opposite yes. of what his house actually looks <laughs> it, like. Yes. His house is like pristine and clean lines and... Yes. All of
0: that. And they figure out that Mr. Yamamoto is also the prop house owner. And he's not even Japanese. No. His I name d- is Mr. Chen. Yes. And they figure out that all of the people involved, including the uh, hotel owner guy, Caulfield, sure. mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> knew each other through a play. Mm-hmm. The play whose like main theme song is the tone, tone, um, the the, keypad tone, the keypad tone, but they can't really arrest, this is when Grissom sings, yeah, they can't really arrest anyone for this, A, because they're missing, Mm -hmm. and B, because like, you know, I don't know, it's just hard to prove, I guess, fraud, so all they could do was just alert the insurance company, so Grissom is talking to Mr. Caulfield, and he's in the, he's in this office, and he's like, talking to him about money bands or whatever and about how hard they are to get off and which the, i have questions but go ahead he goes mr cavo goes strong little bastard I <laughs> like what he's talking about it. i
1: know <laughs> well that was not about ripping the it was yeah, it about was. picking up the 220 oh, pounds yes, of yes. money so there's about how much 10 million dollars right way i guess yeah but anyway i have worked in retail I ha- don't anymore but for a long time mm-hmm. I worked in retail and dealt with banded money mm-hmm. it is not that hard to slip a band off of banded money
0: I've worked with it some I would just think it would be difficult to do it that many times without ripping I that's think that's fair. kind of that's fair and like you wouldn't right you would just rip it
1: my thought is why would you
0: leave the bands
1: because well yeah
0: you know what I'm saying yeah like, just, yeah yeah it's all together just you're right just throw it all in the you're back right. You wouldn't stupid. at all, but if you were going to take them off, you would for right. sure just rip them.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, that would be faster, theoretically.
0: Right, right. than carefully anyway. <laughs> sliding them all yeah. off. Like, that's just, I don't know. Stupid. That's like, okay, <laughs> sorry to call you out. Not that you're listening. But it's like, my sister, uh-huh. whenever she gives gifts, she tightly ties, like, ribbon or string or whatever, mm. and people are, like, try to slide that off. I'm like, just cut it. Just cut it. I am not here to watch you struggle for ten minutes to open this gift. Like, literally either untie it or cut it. Or, also an option, don't tie it so freaking tight. Like, come on. But
1: if, if you're holding like two boxes, this so gift wrapping is one of my love languages. And if you have like two boxes that you're tying together, you have to tie it tight. So okay, stay together. but also
0: though, don't do that for a small child, mm, that's yeah, or a person that is you well me, <laughs> or, or just know that I'm gonna rip the crap out of that, yeah, um, or like also don't give it to somebody who's going to be worried about mm. messing it up,
1: mm.
0: which is most of my family,
1: well, it is what it, it takes is. a
0: long time, so that wraps up that
1: <laughs> right. Which, again, the title suckers does come into play yes. there because they all got duped into thinking that that was real yes. stuff. Anyway, all right, the second one, vampires.
0: Yes, so there was a dead woman in an abandoned house. Mm-hmm. This is a Catherine Wark case. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is, did I write that? No, okay, it's a different episode. Okay, so <laughs> they go in, then immediately there's a, she has a punctured jugular yep and everyone's like oh my gosh vampire Mm -hmm. and Catherine's like vampire not a vampire come on guys the victim had removable fangs Mm -hmm. and then they go talk to her parents yep i have some questions yes doc robbins Mm. and her um health report from the clinic both said that she was 20 and her parents were like
1: 18 yeah yeah
0: okay I'm glad that we're on the so, same
1: page. So, but this. what, how I justified that in my brain was mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe that's when she started to get into this,
0: you know? No, because literally they say about six months ago Angela oh. went goth. I wrote that down because it was funny. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Huh, okay.
1: So I don't. I remember them saying she went goth, but I couldn't remember the timeline. They yeah, said about so, six
0: months ago. Okay. Well, I don't know. My throat just made weird noise. Um, I'm sure. And they then I wrote. That. These parents are very calm mm-hmm. for their daughter who just died of a violent death. Yeah. Um, so, they talk to her friends, her coven, essentially. hmm And... Well,
1: hold on. Rewind. Yes. They're, they've talked to the parents. Yeah. And the parents are actually... They try to be really supportive of her. Yeah. So, they, like, learned everything they could about vampire culture and all this. And their one thing that they required of her in order to... Lived this lifestyle was that she had to be HIV tested regularly. Yes. Um, because she was drinking blood, which is super gross. Yeah. Sorry if you're into that, but no, thank you. No. Um. But yeah. So. Anyway. So yeah, I felt like that was important because that you're comes right. into play later. So her mother is like, "Yeah, you can talk to her friends. They're basically her coven or whatever. Here are their
0: names." So they sit them down. In the station. And basically... Whoa.
1: (laughs) Sorry. My water bottle got stuck to the uh, coaster. It happens.
0: Um, She wanted to be a real vampire. Insisted that everyone call her Dagana. Yep. And they basically said she was too much for them. So they voted her invisible. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they go and visit Greg to, because, I don't know, there was like a sample, they got a saliva sample off mm-hmm. her neck or something, and he hands...
1: It was a saliva, because the mouth touched yeah, right, the neck.
0: Right, So So he hands Catherine a steak, <laughs> and Warwick across, and I yeah. said that was funny. Um, and they also find out that she had absinthe in her system. Mm-hmm. And then they go visit the only club in town that I guess serves absinthe, which is illegal. Yeah. It's a vampire well, club.
1: Yeah, they look for a vampire club. Yeah, and so they figured vampire club.
0: Probably and
1: is a vampire, and yeah. she's absent in their systems. So they probably have it there.
0: Let's go. And I said, I got sensory overload just looking at these club there was scenes. A lot happening. <laughs> a lot happening. <laughs> very, very a lot. And then they meet this man named Lazarus. Lazarus, which is you know. Mm-hmm. And he had. I said <laughs> Lazarus was like her blood boss. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, I couldn't think of the word I was looking for. And Hulu was doing that thing where it jumps 10 seconds ahead mm-hmm. every few minutes. So I was like, you know what? Not worth it. Um, to pause and think, think about maybe
1: it. maybe you need to update your browser or something. I, I have. Oh, it's I just, don't know then. That's I weird.
0: It's very annoying. Um, So Lazarus, he has a vial of her blood that she gave him. They were like, we're going to need that. Mm-hmm. He says that he... Uh, he didn't kill her. He didn't kill her. Because he is very protective of
1: his, I forget what the word was that he used.
0: Yeah. Blood bosses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so whatever. I wrote, lousy boy didn't bite her. <laughs> no. He says he did not. So they get his, like, they get a saliva sample just to rule him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go visit the uh, clinic.
1: Where she got because her they test they her. find
0: out that the blood around Lazarus's neck has uh, the solution in it that they use for testing blood, mm-hmm. so they go to the clinic. And I said they should not be able to just walk right in. There was a woman being seen.
1: Yeah,
0: I just felt like that was like rough. is there
1: not a, is there not a secretary? No, like that's crazy.
0: Um, the blood bank person seems a little sketchy. He does. He gave her the blood to put in her pendant. Mm-hmm. Um. He was like, "No harm, no foul." I had more than enough blood to put in the pendant. It's her blood. Whatever. Whatever.
1: whatever. Yeah.
0: Then they take him to a different interrogation place. Well, hold on.
1: First of all, they start walking around. Oh the yeah. Place. They had
0: a warrant. I forgot. And they had a he's warrant.
1: like, "You can't do that." And work just holds up. He's <laughs> you yeah. "Got a warrant." Yeah. And goes into this guy's fridge, and he's like, "That's that's my personal fridge." Yeah. And there is a Tupperware container. Yeah. Of blood. blood. In there, and turns out that was her blood.
0: Yeah, and also they got his saliva off of that container, mm-hmm. and it matched the bite mark. Yeah, So they took they took him to a different interrogation place. So I don't really mm-hmm. know why. Maybe because they, I don't know. But the blood bank dude, his name was Jones. Apparently. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> he, actually
1: didn't. I just called he, him the laptech.
0: tech. He uh, was born with things. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, obsessed with Angela. And then I wrote, Killed her dead. Yep. <laughs> and then I asked the question, because in his mind he was watching over her. He thought Lazarus was bad news, so he went in there. In his mind, she invited him in vampire style, and but in
1: the flashbacks it was very violent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But my question to you was, if he was just going there to like watch over her, why did he have a sepulchre ready to go? That's a good
1: question. Because
0: in the flashback, even. Mm-hmm. He bit her and then just stuck that. That's true. Stuck that Tupperware under, like, like a faucet. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Also, I love that he made a point of saying she invited me in. Yes. That's a vampire. Yes. Fit, which I thought was really funny. But then I also wrote down so much spit as he was talking. Yeah, because those fangs. So yeah, spit. it was very
0: much Little Women. Oh, God. <laughs> I just forgot Ugh. her name, Claire Danes. Oh. Anyway, that was that episode. I yeah. liked it, all right. It was okay. Yeah, there were some there were some fun fun bits, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So the next episode, we both kind of uh, totally lost interest. <laughs> oh
1: I just on it, like literally, I usually have a full page of notes, and then sometimes have to write in the margins. On this one, I do not even have a half page of notes because I lost interest so hard. Like it was yeah. I texted abigail while i was (laughs) writing or while i was in the middle of this episode and i was like yeah i've lost interest um i hope you have better notes than i do because it's almost over and i have
0: nothing yeah um so here we go so this was episode paper or plastic and it opens with it's all one crime Mm -hmm. which normally i like but yeah so uh it opens with our our favorite cop friend from anski A.K.A. the cop that uh, Grissom accused of being dirty a yeah. couple episodes ago. Yep. And his new rookie partner at a grocery store. And he sends the rookie in. The grocery store is called Best Bargain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sends the rookie in to go get some stuff. And he goes, don't forget the ho-hos. Yeah. And essentially, they he walks in on a robbery in progress. Sh- shots ring out. Framansky runs in. People get shot. It's an investigation to find out what happened. All yeah. this stuff. So five people five have people died. have died. Um, it's a whole team. It's a mass incident. There is a blood trail under one of the shelves, mm-hmm. which leads to an injured child. Yep. Who I have to say looks a lot like a young. He looks a lot like the what are their names? Um, I just the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody kids. Oh. He, when they were little, he, mm-hmm. that kid. I mean, it's not the same kid, but he looked similar to them. Hmm his name is henry um so they only find two dead gunmen mm-hmm. but for is like there, there were three. three and he is very insistent that there were three um then we talk to so this whole time i feel like Catherine is very like ha- callous with the yeah. victims i'm yeah. like what is what is like when she's talking to so, I call him Hodgins. I don't know his name in the show, but in Bones, his name is Hodgins, the mm. guy who peed his pants. Yep. So, I'm just going to call him Hodgins from now on. All right. So, he is talking to Catherine, and the whole time, he's, like, kind of, he's describing what happened, and is a little bit jumpy, and she's like, what is your deal? Do and, you have
1: somewhere to be? Yeah,
0: and he's, and he reveals that he has peed his pants, and he's an adult man. And like, she's I just like, to go change my pants. She just gets this look on her face, like, disgust, and I'm like, he... Just survived a mass shooting Mm -hmm. incident. Like, have some compassion. Um, Sarah walks in. I certainly, I definitely feel like her scarf would get in the way Mm. of crime scene investigation. It was like dragging the floor when she pinned down. It was was a lot. Uh, Nick is working audio-visual again. He is back on the security bridge. And they are basically just going around the store trying to figure out trajectory of bullets and... Collecting all the junk. Um, they pass by some cleaning fluid called liquid purge. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: and then Catherine goes to hospital because the cashier survived. She was shot. And she finds out that the little kid belonged to her. So she had taken him to work that day. Well, kind of. Sort
1: of. Her, we'll get
0: back to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so they think initially that one of the people that died because the bullet inside of her belonged to Fromansky, that he just completely thought that she was a shooter and they were like you you just weren't seeing correctly she was wearing black and carrying a purse you just thought Mm -hmm. and he's like he had
1: also just been shot in the vest so like you were probably dazed right like he goes no i saw a third shooter
0: Right, and he he denies it to a point where he's like, "That's not even my bullet." And I'm like, "You can't deny that that yeah. is your bullet." Like, I understand that you you saw what you saw, but there's there's a certain level, and him and gristom are just at each other the whole episode. Um. So then Catherine is like, "Oh yeah," she's talking to the mother who is looking great after surgery. They just bring her yeah. right
1: in. Oh yeah, and she's like. Sitting up without right. like leaning back or anything, <laughs> right. just chatting away. Right. I was
0: like, "Come on, come on." Right. She goes, "Does your Does your kid like candy?" And she's like, "Yeah." And she, and then Catherine says, "We found him in a storage rack near the candy aisle," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "No, no, you didn't. No, no, it was you, a display. It was, <laughs> it's not a storage cat. What? <laughs> anyway, um, it was a an bad choice of words. They find some money. Mm-hmm. In a cereal cereal box. box. And I wrote, I would yell so hard if people were talking to me while I was counting Mm. money Mm -hmm. for an official thing. Yeah. Like, it irritated me so bad when they were like, now don't forget, they were counting this money to make sure, I don't know. They were just counting the money. Um,
1: (laughs) It was the money from the cash register. And they... And the... the Kid that peed his pants, yeah, is the one that found it, right? Oh, yes, he has. Yes. Yeah. Sorry,
0: the yes. It, it was
1: like all over the floor, yeah, and, and he just stuffed he it in there, shoveled. He was it. the
0: bag boy.
1: Yes, he's the bag boy, uh, but he was like down on the ground uh, when the shot started. Ringing but he's out like, and I had nothing
0: to do with this. I just figured it was kind of like hazard pay. Yeah, <laughs> for so dealing he, with he it.
1: grabbed all the money and shoved it in a cereal box um, to come back to later,
0: and then they are just now checking the uh the like the parking bay like the load-up bay like they're just now yeah i'm like it's been seemingly days like this woman has healed from major surgery and we're just now yeah so the security footage at first shows them nothing because the camera has been turned but they do find some fresh paint transfer on the guardrail or whatever. Which is the second time, or the first time in this set of episodes that we're watching where Mm -hmm. someone has hit a guardrail. And Hodges is like... (laughs) Clearly no one can drive on this show. No. Hodges is like, I'm a teal man myself.
1: (laughs) And he says nothing. He's like, hmm, guess it doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) So they find the car. So the getaway driver didn't have a connection to the store. Like, they they know that part the getaway driver not not only connected to the other perpetrators not anyone in the store mm-hmm. and the Hodgins guy says he didn't set up the robbery he just had the cash we but the cocktail waitress that's not right <laughs> why did I write that okay <laughs> I'm sorry guys Basically, what had happened was the cashier yep, that, that, had, got shot. that got shot, she said that she set it up because her boss, even though she'd worked there for five years, refused to let her work quote unquote full time, mm-hmm. would give her 38 hours a week instead of 40. So she let somebody know when there would be the most cash there. But then the police officers came in, mm-hmm. and it just all
1: turned into the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Um, and Fomansky did see a third shooter. Mm-hmm. We find we find him. Do we find him? Mm,
1: I don't
0: remember. I don't. I honestly don't remember. It was at not all. a
1: good episode.
0: So basically, Fomansky was right. Yes. He got a commendation.
1: Yeah.
0: And Grissom's like, well, evidence mm-hmm. did its job. <laughs> yeah. And we move on. Yep. Uh, I just.
1: I didn't like this episode because mm-mm. there was just a lot of. I just unnecessary felt unnecessary like, b roll. There was a lot of.
0: like... I don't, it just was boring. It was, it just was kind boring, of boring, and it just also felt like. Like, I know it's a. There was no
1: personal. Yeah, stuff. It, d- it didn't
0: feel like the victims were. Not to say that they were, like, people, but it just... I don't know. Maybe it's because we live in 2021 and, like, mass shootings happen. And it just felt... It just felt like, oh, it's just another day at the office. Yeah. It was more about the... It was more about was Formansky lying or not... Yeah. ...than it was about the people who died. Yeah. That's like, true. I don't even know the... I, like, I remember Rufus's name because Rufus is an interesting name.
1: Yeah. But
0: otherwise... And he's I don't, a
1: taxi driver.
0: Right and, and then he played slots like then
1: there, yeah cuz he was friends with kind of with yeah. one of the workers there. He came in every But week. like
0: otherwise, couldn't week. tell you. The no. cocktail waitress have no idea what her name no. was. And have no and the other people who died? I don't mm. even did they name that at all? I don't even know the partner's name. No, for sure not. Yeah. Like um, the police
1: officer that died. No idea. But yeah, it no. just is a very impersonal episode mm-hmm. all around. I just was like, "Uh, I don't not into it yeah nothing was wrong with like the acting or anything like that that was all fine it just was i don't know just an impersonal episode
0: anyway moving on to early rollout
1: episode 15 which is
0: again another single case episode it is but this one has some like
1: inter office stuff that happens as well
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> Just reading one of the quotes I wrote down. Oh um, so this is a double homicide in a gated community. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I say, rich couple attacked outside of home in the daylight.
0: Yes. <laughs> one of the first things that I wrote down was work Saint Catherine, bling bling. <laughs> <laughs> Do I remember the context of that? No. no. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, and then we find Greg trying to get in. Uh Sarah's also feeling,
1: quote-unquote, run down.
0: She, oh, I have She like, pops later. in a
1: cough drop. Yeah. And uh Nick's like, can I have one? And she's like, I only have one. Sorry, yeah. it's my last yeah. one. And then we see Greg trying to get in this gate. And he's like, how do I get in? And he's like, you got to go take three lefts. And da-da-da. Right. And come in the other entrance. And so then
0: he he rolls up and works. Is like I can't believe you came to a crime scene dressed like that, and I'm like, they're all in jeans, sir. First of all, sir, <laughs> like, no, maybe because like there's a print on his shirt. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> then he talks to him about how to keep his keep his. I mean,
1: his kit was not prepared.
0: Kit. No, no, no. But I also laugh because did work learn this after he got in trouble for contaminating blood evidence mm. or before? Good and Gre- uh, Greg was like, no one told me. And Greg says, you've, you've been, been told. told. <laughs> um, so Sarah's working the perimeter. <laughs> and Nick <laughs> Nick comes around. You probably have the same quote. Probably. <laughs> um, Nick comes around and he's like, are you still working on the same cough drop? <laughs> First of all, she pops
1: the second cough drop in. Yeah. So it wasn't her last
0: no, one. No, no. She definitely looks around to see if anyone sees her too before she pops mm-hmm. the other one. And <laughs> Nick goes... Are you still working on that same cop drop? And Sarah goes, "I'm, I'm a, a slow sucker." Slow sucker. <laughs> then Nick kind of gives her a look, but all right. Okay. Um, so they find some um, cigarette, cigarette butts, butts and some orange peel. Orange peel. Oh, I meant to buy cuties today and I forgot. Sad day. Because of this episode, actually. <laughs> um, and then they find bike tracks. Mm-hmm. So they realized that the person got away on a bike. Probably that's how he got in, because it's a gated community. Mm -hmm. Well, there are two bike tracks. Yes. So two people. Yes. So the female victim used to be in the porn industry. Mm -hmm. So did the male victim. Mm -hmm. They now own a club called... The
1: female was a star. The male was a producer.
0: They now own a club called Acid Drop. Mm-hmm. And the the man was stunned before he was shot. And then he was, after he was shot, he was drugged down the driveway.
1: Mm-hmm. They also find an empty jewelry box.
0: Yes. And then Warwick says, I've got ants. <laughs> Just- <laughs> I remember, he meant the acronym ANTS. I don't remember what that stands for. I don't, know.
1: it's some but it's scientific some,
0: Basically, chemical. if you eat... If you eat something like an orange that's acidic or whatever, and then you touch something, you can use the spray and it will, or illuminate
1: powder, it. it will
0: illuminate it. So they figure the out you know. <laughs> they figure out that the per, the people that they knew the code. Yes, because um, they left
1: sticky fingerprints on
0: yes the code box. So then we go. We're in Grissom's office. Mm-hmm. And they're doing, Catherine and him are doing some paperwork. And we find out that Grissom knew about the paternity situation. Paternity DNA test that mm-hmm. Catherine had the lab run. And then Catherine's like, oh, by the way, I cashed Sam Braun's check. That
1: $250,000 yeah,
0: check. They were literally just talking about how he was, wor- he was the only th- worry he had about Catherine potentially taking over his job one day was the integrity of the lab. Right. <laughs> and she's like, oh, by the way. I did this.
1: And he is not happy no. about it. No.
0: And then she immediately goes to the acid drop to like conduct mm-hmm. evidentiary things. And she runs into both Anthony. Why am I just. I just lost his first name entirely. The creator of the show. Oh. <laughs> he is the guy who lets her in. Or he oh. tells her where the boss is. Okay. And the boss, did you recognize him? Mm mm or the, his name is something Lee in real life, but I know him as Krychek from the X-Files. So oh. I call him Crycheck
1: Okay, forever. Chris Bezich? Bezic? Bezic. Mm, no idea. Something like that.
0: Anyway. Is his name on the show. So I wrote, Catherine has a fight with Grissom about integrity and then immediately dot, 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 flirts with Krychek. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the... Boss dude, Krychek, whose name I don't know in real life, uh, he he says that Drake the Snake is the person she should talk to, Mm -hmm. essentially. So she goes out to talk to him. He's like a bartender at this club. He used to be in the porn industry with uh, the victims and basically is mad that they kind of cut him out or whatever. And he says he didn't have any reason to kill him. And, you know, says keep looking, essentially. Right. And then we go to the lab, and they they've got so many bikes. Where do you where do you even? It's a great question. So many bikes, but
1: also we uh, we see Catherine and Greg walking through because he's oh yeah, cigarette butts. I forgot to write this down. And yeah. she goes, "You chicken out my butt, Greg?"
0: Yes. <laughs> um, but they talk to so they they find a bunch of abandoned bikes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then it just so happens that one the one that. Only one of them has the the acid mm-hmm. on the yeah. handlebars. And in that one, they swirl up the seat, unscrew mm-hmm. the seat, and there is a receipt in there. Right. I'm like, what? Well, Never in my life. W- no. They traced like, that How, back. How'd you know to look in there? And I'm like, I'd,
1: literally no one would look.
0: Well, his answer was, I used to read point sheets, and now I read books. And I'm like, that did not answer the question, Mark no, Brown. at <laughs> did all. Did not answer the question. At all. So, then that leads into a kid like a a guy and he's like my bike was stolen and i got tased yeah and they're like oh that seems legit so he did um yeah so they had found some blood in the bedroom at the house but otherwise there wasn't any sign of struggle in the house Mm -hmm. and so uh they figure out though that the blood was drake the snake's and he's like, I had a fight with them a while ago, but I didn't kill them. And they also found that his DNA matched one of the cigarette butts. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, I smoke one cigarette a day only at work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's weird. So then I just wrote, oh, I hate this plot line with crycheck Because <laughs> Catherine goes back yeah. to, to check the cigarette butt area and has like... A Romantic moment with this cry check dude, and I'm like, You're on the clock. She says that though, yeah, no, after yes,
1: <laughs> yes, she goes, Oh, I, we shouldn't,
0: I'm on the clock. He's like, You started it, mm-hmm. <laughs> so and then we see Brass coming in to have a heart to heart with Sarah about possible addiction issues.
1: Mm.
0: He's like, I used to have colds, quote unquote, a lot. Uh, And we hear the title of the episode, Early Rollout. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And she's like, I had some beer with breakfast. That's all. Just don't worry about it, essentially. Um, So then we find out that somebody did scoop the ashtray at the acid drop Mm -hmm. to plant on the scene of the crime. And then we meet Kyle Good, who is the ex-business partner of the victim. Right. He has a kid as an alibi. And so he says they
1: stop by this cafe. So
0: well, first of all, I have a question. So yes. they meet they they meet this guy in an uh, arcade with his kid. Mm-hmm. And he's smoking. And he puts a cigarette out on the machine and they leave. And then Brass pulls a hanky out and picks up the cigarette butt with his mm-hmm. hanky. And I don't know about how you use hankies. But, like, I feel like that's not a sanitary way to collect evidence.
1: I mean, maybe it was an unused hanky. I,
0: st- I still, I just, if you think, like, if you're going to talk to a suspect, I just feel like, at this point in his career, mm. maybe he should just always have a little plastic baggie or something yeah. in his coat pocket. Probably. Anyway. But, you know,
1: these people, so, they're just touching things willy-nilly. Yeah, so. he,
0: yeah. he tell the Kyle says... I took my kid to his grandmother's house we stopped to get breakfast at this place mm-hmm. before and then they go to get they go to this place and we meet Kat Dennings yes we talked to Cat Dennings and she says he was very creepy mm-hmm. and Nick is like he probably did that on purpose to get your attention mm-hmm. once again Nick is in charge of Photoshop magic because <laughs> they get drive through footage mm-hmm. and um, he's got something around his neck and Grissom's like do your work enhance mm-hmm. that um so and they do yes and they do and then they somehow ha- they got called out to a murder and it just so happened mm-hmm. to be i don't remember how that exactly got yeah
1: so they get called out to a murder and they discover the jewelry yeah there and so they figure out via a few things that the two guys that were dead at the scene killed <laughs> each other yeah over this jewelry and they were also the killers of
0: the original, the victims. original victims. And there was $20,000 banded. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in in their possession as well. So, um, and, uh. So they figure the, out the thing around the kid's neck.
1: Are these really expensive binoculars in the drive-thru photo? Yes. And the guy's like, so they question him, and the guy's like, Oh, you know, just anything to keep him busy. It's like a forty five hundred dollars. They're like, yeah, like five thousand <laughs> dollars
0: binoculars. And he's like, and they're like, you told us he slept the whole way. Also, yeah. your ex wife said we could take a hair sample, and he had Ambien in his system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so that's basically, what he that drugged his son, yeah. so
1: he would sleep the whole ride. So he could
0: use him as an alibi, mm-hmm. and then park uphill and watch as his ex business partner was murdered. And because he couldn't see him where he was shot, the killers drug his body down the driveway Mm -hmm. to prove that he was dead.
1: And then Brass says the uh,
0: infamous line, I'm sure, Kyle Good, you've been bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then the episode ends with Catherine going on a date with Krychek. Yeah, and Grissom seems a little, like, weird about it. I don't, it felt,
1: this episode is one of those that felt like it was trying to cater to the Grissom Catherine shippers.
0: Yeah, there was that moment in the front, in the, in the beginning when I didn't write down, when she was like, I haven't had sex in seven months. And he goes, how can I, I help how you can with help? that? And she gives him a look. Um, and I then just, at the
1: end when he's like, you going out? And she yeah. walks out and he kind of like does the look around the corner with yeah. the glasses in his mouth thing. So anyway, it was just one of those episodes. Yeah.
0: I just never once saw chemistry between them. Yeah, not really. Um not that kind of chemistry. No.
1: They do have like a good we've friendship, about like they a buddy buddy. They have intimacy, yeah. but it's different.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: So All the, right. The episode
0: 16. Episode. Wait, is it no, not the last episode. <laughs> episode 16.
1: Sorry. I mean, last episode of our Oh yeah. grouping.
0: You're right. Yeah. I just had a I had um separated and Mm i mistook that for another episode um which one do we want to do first um i guess the first one which is the
1: uh prior drug addict under the
0: underpass okay this is the episode called getting off Mm -hmm. and yeah uh nicely dressed body in a not nice part of town is what i wrote Mm -hmm. this is work and grissom working this one Mm -hmm. um and uh the crowd around the body one of the sex workers was like, that man wasn't a client of anyone's here. No. Like, um, don't know who he is, basically. hmm And they found out that the victim had been a recent recent recipient of a liver donation. hmm So he had to have been clean at least a year before he got that donation. Right, because it's a requirement. Right. Um, um, he
1: was stabbed to death. Did you
0: Did you notice that Doc Robbins was a little bit offended by Grissom assuming that he was using again, <laughs> like, that no. the victim, so Grissom was like, well, he was clean, and Doc was like, well, we don't know that he uh-huh. wasn't clean now, yeah. and anyway, it was just like, he was just a little bit ruffled by that, but yeah, he, he was stabbed.
1: His name is Ed Burnell. Mm-hmm. Um, he... His car... They're wondering how he got there. So, they're mm-hmm. looking around for his car. They eventually find it because it gets crashed by a junkie. Yeah. Who is just, like, named Jamal.
0: He goes, y'all look like cartoons, man. <laughs> you look
1: like cartoons. <laughs> and he's, like, high as a okay. kite. Yeah. Um, and he... His leg is completely, like, his... The, like, lower leg, the tibia and yeah. stuff is just, like, sticking out of his leg. And he's trying to run away because he doesn't even realize... right. That he is
0: injured. So they get him to the hospital, and Grissom is, like, basically yelling at him. Yeah. Like, yelling, talking to him, trying to get him to answer questions about the car. And (laughs) go, he goes, Grissom's like, you were driving a dead man's car. And Jamal says, half the people I know be dead. (laughs) It don't mean they can't own a vehicle. (laughs) And then he goes, nurse, this be cruel and unusual. (laughs) Yes. And then as he slips off into, uh... Drug land, he says, man's already dead. Why he needing nice shoes? <laughs> anyway, um, so they f- go back to the car and they find a packet of brown stuff. Uh, they find out that the victim was clean and mm-hmm. works in a recovery center. And the stuff was something I wrote, Ibogaine. Not- Ibogaine. And it- I don't know if this is a fictional thing or not. I don't either, and I meant to look it up yeah, and I, I forgot. forgot. But basically, it's a hallucinogenic drug that as a side effect can supposedly cure you of addiction it kind of reminded me of like ayahuasca Mm -hmm. or something yeah so it's illegal
1: in the united states um but they say it comes from the iboga tree in africa which is also known as the tree of knowledge in uh or is what they think they think that when the bible talks about tree of knowledge that it was an iboga tree
0: right so the halfway house is like we don't supply the drug but if they're going to do it we would rather do them do it here mm-hmm. safely. And the one of the victims like main people that he was helping is a lady called Mendy. Mm-hmm. And she uh checks out of the rehab place and, or halfway house and basically immediately goes back to using using. Um and She said
1: she leaves but that whole scene was a little weird to me because mm-hmm. it felt like he was just kind of the guy that was running the halfway house is mm-hmm. just kind of like parading them around and being like, "Here's this yeah. drug addict, and this one. Here's yeah. Mindy. Let's talk to Mindy." And then she leaves because she says the whole place reminds her too much of Ed. Yeah. Um. That's when she goes back to using. But then they're like, "What's her story?" And then they take him and like show her very private video of her yeah. intake into the half. I don't know. It was just weird to me.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, they f- they track her down because a fingerprint was found of hers was found in the car on a condom Mm -hmm. and so they are like why was she in his car whatever so they need to question her about her involvement possible involvement in his death and so they track her down to this house that is basically a drug house and they find her she is high and she has a bloody knife next to her um she is uh then Grissom catches up with Sarah in the hall and he's like Sarah can you help me out <laughs> she goes sure what he's like I need your help with a woman <laughs> and then we cut to Sarah processing this lady um who is very tiny Mhm. a little, very small woman um and then Sarah brings the samples to Grissom and he's like I haven't seen you for a while have I and she says you see me every day And Mm -hmm. then it walks away.
1: It was a really strange moment.
0: Yeah. Um, So this, so work is going through the evidence. And he says a line about women and raggedy drawers. Mm. And let me just tell you, anytime (laughs) there is a hole (laughs) in any pair of underwear Mm -hmm. ever since the time I first heard this line, that is what comes to mind. I'm like, Work, it is not my fault. that Sometimes my dogs rip my pants. <laughs> like it just happens. It happens. <laughs> Please don't judge me, work Brown. You don't know my life. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway. Uh
1: so they go back to the drug house um to talk to the dealer, essentially, the guy who owns the house. Mm-hmm. Um and there's another woman in there.
0: And Well, in the samples they have they found skin yes. in her hair that was was this riley was his name the yeah yeah, yeah. The riley's dessert. hair and riley's skin and in that skin in her hair yeah there was blood from yeah the victim
1: yeah and if you think about it she was in the halfway house mm-hmm. between the that time yeah and like that was like a day at least later and then leaves and then she goes back to using so like she didn't
0: well, shower at or all he did he just had that gunk in his nails that's gross yeah Ugh. Anyway. So basically, Riley had been trading rent and drugs for sex. Mm-hmm. He didn't want Mindy to leave him, so he killed what he thought was the threat. The threat,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is really sad.
1: Yep. And uh, then it that whole thing wraps up mm-hmm. with Grissom coming back to the office and saying, telling Mindy she's free to go. They, you yeah. know, got the guy, and she's like, "Where?". Yeah. And then she, like, looks lost kind of as she meanders out. Yeah. And that's really sad, too. Yep. But that uh, was that, uh, that crime.
0: Yes. So the other episode.
1: Nope. Other crime. Same Other episode. crime.
0: <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It just feels so different <laughs> in tone.
1: It does. Um,
0: Catherine and Sarah <laughs> show up to uh, a body in a tire.
1: Yeah. Like, literally in, inside of a tire.
0: Yeah. And then the cop takes a picture and says it's for his private collection. Which is so weird. And Catherine says, burn me a copy.
1: <laughs> I just...
0: <laughs>
1: such a strange...
0: Yeah. So apparently apparently, this area is known for, like, hookups and stuff. And uh, because this victim had makeup on, they were like, maybe this is a trans person or, like, a drag artist. I don't know. So
1: except those are not the words they use no
0: definitely um, not
1: and the victim is only in his underwear which are like these heart yes. boxers or whatever
0: yes so then my question to you uh David is like we're up to cut this body out mm. so then they cut him out but then as they're placing him on the like tarp or whatever mm-hmm. he's like all loosey goosey mm-hmm. like if he wasn't in rigor why you gotta cut him out good question they didn't cut Iceman out they just broke his leg you're right so you're right anyway as they're cutting this body out uh, Sarah is searching a nearby bus and then she comes back (laughs) she says all we got is this decapitated doll (laughs) and Catherine goes that's still legal in Nevada (laughs) Uh, Greg is helping with the case a little bit Circling semen stains on underwear. Uh-huh. Great fun. Uh, they discover that he was possibly suffocated because he has petechial hemorrhaging in his and eyeballs. And they
1: found a fiber in his nostril.
0: Yes. That that corpse was breathing so much. Yes, it was. He was taking some deep breaths <laughs> and doing a lot. And yeah. they discover in this moment that he was probably a clown because his makeup yeah. was clown shaped. Yes. <laughs> and also he has silver paint under his nails. Yes. So this leads them to a place that I don't know if that exists in real life mm, yeah. but exists in every single crime show I have ever watched. Really? It is an office type space that employs only either clowns or Santas or mm. holiday themed performers. Mm. And always there are at least 12 like maybe 5 probably 5 5 people in full costume mm-hmm. waiting for a call yep to get hired and it's yep. always like a seedy building too it's like a yeah. seedy anyway so <laughs> my favorite part of this though is they walk in and Catherine's like I think this is the right place <laughs> and Sarah goes either that or it's a John Wayne Gacy review <laughs> <laughs> and I probably did not get that the first probably time I watched not. this. Okay. Um, and then so the. But then they talk about a clown registry? Well, that exists. But I just uh, want to point out, first of all, <laughs> that the, the owner of this establishment comes out and he's like naming off the clowns and he goes, and that's Alan. <laughs> and like, Some clown named Alan. I <laughs> you know. It's like there's a dog. And Skippy too. and Popo, and da da da. And that's Alan. And that's Alan. Um so yes there is a registry that is a thing that exists hmm. which is for specific faces. Faces. Yes. Oh I hate it
1: so much. Also go. that was a thick book. I just want to point that out. Yeah. That's important later
0: to me. Um so Catherine takes this book and does some Photoshop magic with face painting. My question to was why they didn't ooh, my words. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just scan the dude's face? Yeah. And then scan the faces in the book. You would think but no, instead they, they manually compared this.
1: Yeah, and that is my question. Mm-hmm. How did they find it so fast? That, again, thick know. book. Many, many faces to go through. How?
0: I have no idea. And also
1: it didn't really look that much like the one they no. put together, which, you know. No,
0: also how do they know what color paint, you know, exactly, well, they could kind of, I no, guess. Not exactly,
1: but they could tell that it was red and white or whatever. They
0: find out that the victim's clown name is Doodles, real name Donnie. Donnie Zanko. And he was a basic chucklehead, is what the mm-hmm. clown guy called him. And and the, the boss was like, he stiffed me. And Sarah goes, he actually was the one, the one who I got stiffed. <laughs> and then they go to his house, and Sarah goes, well, I could see why doodles drink. <laughs> um, so um. they go... They go there and they figure out via his answering because like Doodles wasn't on the books with the party guy, the right, clown with the guy. Yes. <laughs> so, but they find out via his answering machine they had taken a cab.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then they track that down. Right. And they figure out that he had been working a party. And so they go to this party house, this family's in the house Family's
1: house. because he mainly did like
0: children's parties yeah and the wife is like oh i hire a clown every year it's tradition mm-hmm. but this was different because a mime crashed yeah mime just showed up just showed up and they had a fight and they were in the cake and then the mime gave us a hundred dollars for damages and left and the father took the children all of them i presume mm-hmm. which i don't know i didn't take note of how many kids were there I feel like more than could fit in your standard vehicle anyway Maybe
1: they had a 15 passenger van We don't know
0: <laughs> for their one child <laughs> um so the father left the house with the kids take them to get ice cream and the wife was like I you know doodle stayed to help me clean up which is really nice and then I drove him home mm-hmm. and they're like did you know <laughs> and so, is that would happen I don't even know. They, I don't... They
1: go to talk to the silver-faced mime. That's right. And he claims it wasn't him. And he has an alibi.
0: Well, yeah. He says he fought him. It, yeah. He just didn't kill him. Right. Yeah.
1: and then, But he has an alibi for, like, the time of right. death and all that. Um,
0: right. Um,
1: and so then they're like, hmm,
0: fibers. I don't, I mean... I don't remember exactly how they... Got that connection. Yeah, but but they... they, In the back of the house. Yes, and they're um, searching the house, and they find a pillowcase in the laundry that basically has a face imprint of... Well, first they're just looking at the bed, uh, and they're
1: like, oh, these fibers kind of are consistent with the one that we found on his nose, and then they notice the sham case is missing. So then they find it in the laundry, and they're like, well, that's grease paint, so that would have, you know, some kind of residue left over, Um, which she had washed it, Mm -hmm. but the... You know. There's still an imprint or whatever.
0: Lights or whatever could still see it. And then in the drawers they find The costume. Clown paraphernalia. <laughs> paraphernalia. And essentially the wife was like Yeah, I slept with him. Mm-hmm. I love clowns a lot. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then, apparently she hires clowns multiple times a year, yeah. not just once a year.
0: And then the husband walked in on them, mm-hmm. killed doodles, and then they were like, Let's just keep the costume.
1: Because this this is what does it for me.
0: Yep. And that's that's how he died. Yep. And the episode ends with Krychek pulling up. Mm-hmm. Picking up Catherine for a date. Yep.
1: Going to the Bellagio to order room service. My
0: Hulu skipped a little there, so ah. I missed what the... I, I caught the room service bit, but I... Yeah, the Bellagio. Okay. Cool. That's it.
1: That's the episode. Womp womp. Not my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there were some fun like one-liners yeah but yeah it's definitely uh not the best episode in the world um so the next let me guess hold on let me guess what the highest
1: rated one was um hold on i already closed my notebook it's a tie it's a tie Mm -hmm. great i'm gonna go with um suckers and early rollout suckers and
0: paper or plastic Ew, really? Yes. But I will Barf. tell you, it, it's not a wide margin. Okay. We have 7.8, 7.8, 7.7 for okay. early rollout, and 7.5 for getting off.
1: Mm-hmm. That's fair. People don't like clowns. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> the next four episodes we will be going over is XX, Bad to the Bone, Bad Words, and Dead Ringer. Okay. Which of these four, I will be honest... I do not remember uh a lot well about them. I do remember will be I do remember like two of them very explicitly, mm. but the rest it can't be anything. Alright. Um so yeah. Hopefully we'll have a second podcast for you guys. This week. <laughs> we will. We already
1: have we, <laughs> we have it. We have it planned.
0: We have it planned. So uh, that should happen. <laughs> <laughs> Theoretically. Uh, All right. Hope you're um, having a good day or night or whenever. Hope it's cool. Skits, words. Hope it stays cool for you. It's very hot that here. That your area is not currently on fire
1: yeah. or flooded.
0: Did you know that Greece is flooding?
1: No. Yeah,
0: it's geez. bad. Anyway,
1: the world is falling apart.
0: On that and note, no, no. <laughs> thank you for listening to CSI. Why? Why? <laughs> Bye. Bye.